and welcome back to the Cabin Fever Podcast. It has been uno or dua minutos. It sure has. And as you can tell, both of us have really been brushing up on our loats since we last recorded. Our loats? Languages other than English. Oh, yeah. funky fresh. Didn't know that one. Two Duolingo gals here. Duolingo mm-hmm. or Duo the Owl specifically. You are, you are Triolingo as well. Yeah, I am. She's try we'll hard. We'll get into that. And, and I know all the lingo. All the lingo. Anyway, um, whoopsie doopsie. We took a little break Rooney there. Yep. Didn't mean to. And we also didn't plan to record an episode right now. We just sat down to figure out what our um, new episodes are going to be about. And instead of doing that... <laughs> Maddie just said, let's record now. And... I won't lie, guys. Maddie's been the one that I'm really just trying to get back into the swing of things. So if Maddie says we record now, okay. we record now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's not as though you've been trying very hard. I tried, but then you told me it stressed you out, so I stopped trying. Everything stresses me out. I have anxiety. <laughs> I saw it stressed you out. Anyway, so we have been back in Yieldy Lucky Deer mm-hmm. for fucking ever. We never came out of lockdown because we knew everyone was going to be idiots and screw it up. Yeah. So we've been in lockdown for about seven months now. Mm-hmm. And it is... We are it's over it. It's a lot. At it's least I'm developing so my vocal skills. And the thing is, you'd think that since we've been in lockdown, myself, the last time I made an actual venture out was early March. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd think that there being another official lockdown would be... No skin off my nose. I lost my fucking mind. I truly have been through it. I don't remember when we started this lockdown. No. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I know it's been a few months, probably, because the normies are seeming angry by this point. Yeah. Um... But we're back. Well, uplifting note there, Maddie. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Really sold everyone on, you're doing great. (laughs) I think I probably had like a bit of like very mild secret depression for a while. Yes. Oh my God, Maddie, you fucking have depression. (laughs) You keep being like, it's just like. No, 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 no. Had. I think I'm okay. Now I just have PMS anxiety. Oh my God. I think I had a little depression. I think you have a need for a therapist. (laughs) Will and I were talking about this yesterday and I was just like. Ugh. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we went back into Lockie G. Mm-hmm. And what we had done, the last few episodes that we that we popped up here, mm-hmm. we really had every intention of getting into such a good workflow. We were like, we're going to batch create this shit. Yeah. I've got so many episodes to edit. But then it turns out, like, nah. it didn't happen. But the thing is, right, I'm not just, I'm not just saying this for the people to get them excited. I'm feeling so excited about the podcast. Me too. Like, I genuinely, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, I'm not trying to jinx anything. I just feel like this is such a good podcast. <laughs> and I want to do it more. <laughs> and just to, to illustrate, I'm sitting on the floor on one side of the coffee table. Fiona's sitting on the couch, leaning in so aggressively. I look like a fucking Tony Robbins or something. Oh <laughs> Can we please just tell the people? Why I'm sitting like this? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. While we've been gone... Honestly, nothing's happened, but a lot has happened. I feel like you've kind of just, like, <laughs> scooted on by in, like, a, an average depression. I really you know? just, all I did was play Animal Crossing. Yeah. Whereas I've had several crises. <laughs> like, mine's been a real roller coaster. Um, one of them, not really a crisis, but just kind of a sign of where we're at. Um, 
So, I... Oh my god, we haven't even made an episode since you made your list of, like, th- before 30 or your... No, or I haven't done 30 before 30. I haven't talked to them about how I think I'm 30 years old right now when I'm <laughs> technically, objectively not. This is really There's on track, by so the way. so much. Of meds, obviously. Yeah. But lockdown has really fucked up our perspective on, like, the passage of time because Fiona deadass thinks she's 30, if not 40. <laughs> and I, like, I'm... <laughs> And I, like, a month ago, accepted that my childbearing years are over. Yeah. I'm 27. Yeah. I mean, I could be barren. We don't know until it happens. We're not going to think about that. No, we're not. And we'll, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we come Mm -hmm. to it. There are many options available. I, myself, was made in some sort of laboratory. I don't really know. Riley was made in an egg. (laughs) Sure, we all were. Even I. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I fully was like, wow, maybe I, I guess I could just, like, have an only child. Like, but I've really come around honestly, to the idea of having an only child. three of my friends now, though, at the exact same time that you were like, I feel like I should have a four-year-old right now, yeah. two of my other friends were like, I wish that I, like, I just feel like I should have a four-year-old right now. Yeah. So, apparently, there was just some time in, I don't know, September or August, I don't know, time at the moment, yeah. where everyone's like four-year-old though right really upsetting though because i have my annual pregnancy scare in october and like i didn't have one this year so i mean there's still time I, no there's not there's not time oh yeah i don't know your cycle and also it's almost the end of october and i usually have my pregnancy scare this hour of october mm. um but yeah my real gripe that i did have was mm-hmm. that i specifically really wanted a four-year-old and everyone in the world is knocked up right now every single fucking person is pregnant from lockdown. Mm-hmm. Every blogger, every random manager of a blogger, every celebrity, <laughs> every like real life person. I mean, honestly, good time to do it because everyone's no, kind of, no. Because, okay, I understand. No, I understand the competitive nursery situation you're gonna go into. Yeah, but it's more of a like. I mean, everyone's kind of like out of work or working from home anyway. So if you're gonna have your maternity time at any time, may as well be now. They should have got knocked up at the very start. Yeah. I, Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticize everyone's conception dates, Maddie. Yeah. Anyway, I will. tell us anyway, why it's so bad. It's a horrible nightmare because there's gonna be a giant baby boom of like specifically one year, not even a generational thing. It's just gonna be like one year. There's gonna be a million fucking kids. Yeah, because not the war years. It's just like those six months of COVID. It's just everyone's bored and in a house. Mm-hmm. Um, can you imagine? It's already very competitive getting yes. your child into a good nursery, let alone a good primary, let alone a good secondary school. Yeah. Imagine the competition trying to get these one weird year of shitload of babies into the good nurseries. I cannot think of anything worse. I personally am now going to have to actually not get accidentally pregnant for at least another year and a half so I don't have one of these weird babies. I want my child to feel special because there are so many kids in the year above and then it's like, what? Me? A normal-sized classroom? <laughs> One of three children in year seven? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, that just seems like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Are they going to have to expand class sizes? Are they going to have to bring on, like, one teacher for that one year? Who knows? But anyway, if you're pregnant right now, congrats, but unoriginal. Anyway, <laughs> my real gripe, uh-huh. and this was a full-ass gripe. Ooh. No, no, you already know it. It's that I don't have a four-year-old. Oh, yeah. I, like, about a month ago, I full-on was like, I should have a four-year-old right now. Yeah. I should have a fucking four-year-old. Not a baby. I don't want a baby right now. Yeah. And not, like, an eight-year-old, but a four-year-old. It's a vibe. Or, like, late three. Yeah. Would be my absolute fucking vibe right now. And the fact that I don't have a four-year-old girl. Not a boy. Yeah, and, like, my other friend, Lane, who wanted a four-year-old, I would see her with a four-year-old boy. But a four-year-old girl, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what was destined for me. So, really upsetting that 2015 me didn't foresee this. 
Yeah, you done goofed. She kind of, I mean, if I'd accidentally got pregnant in 2015, would have been, first of all, miraculous. And second, second of all, all aborted. Uh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Think about who it would have been with. Oh my yeah, god, no, it. it would be a scheme, baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god, sad that when I have a kid with Will, like it'll be the only time in my life that like if Deadass is not a scheme baby at all. Yeah. I mean yeah. it was a Will scheme. Good for him. I think he just went for it, honestly. Yeah, he just shot. I think a he shot. just felt something in his heart and then was like, <laughs> yeah. Man, here we are. Anyway, circling back to the story we began with, which is we've all been going on many journeys, but one of Fiona's involves uh me Feats sitting of gymnastics. <laughs> so, the reason I'm sitting like Tony Robbins right now. I don't know is... that you've ever seen Tony Robbins doesn't sit. Um, I honestly don't know that much about him. <laughs> I listened to like three of his podcast episodes in Cambodia, but that's honestly pretty much yeah, it. He's super problematic, but also I do gain a decent amount from him. If I sound far away, I'm scooting away to drink my tea. Out of um. Fridge. Anyway, so the other day in lockdown, I was trying to practice my high kick, and I want to see if I get my foot. Onto, Why uh, are you practicing your high kick, Fiona? Just because I'm a gymnast, Maddie. Um, okay. One of my 13 before 30, which maybe we'll go into. Maybe on a different episode. I feel like that deserves not its own episode, but to be sectioned into a different episode. Yeah, we'll see where this um, goes. Yeah, <laughs> but one of them is to be able to do the split. So I've been doing different stretches every night until recently um, to <laughs> practice the stretches uh, to do the splits. And... A benefit of that is that I'm now very, very, very flexible. The most flexible woman on, in the world. And I want to see if I could Watch get... Watch out, girl, you stupid bitch. <laughs> I... Oh, my God. I know before I go any further. <laughs> the other day, um, Riley and I were going on a little government-mandated stroll. And <laughs> she just, like, touched my lower back. But I swear to God, she was, like, two meters away from me. <laughs> Oh, literally like literally what? I'm so stupid, person. guys. <laughs> I, it's so because, dumb. like, I'm used to having so much external stimulation. Yeah. Like, I'm an extrovert. I travel a lot. Like, when I travel, I will, like, go on Facebook groups, go on Tinder, go on whatever, and just meet up with people. Just be like, hello, new person, let's grab dinner. Sounds like a nightmare. I know. So, <laughs> like, that's the level of interaction that I'm used to, and the level of cultural intake that I'm used to. I'm not used to being inside. And I, as such, I've diminished down to one brain cell. Yes, um, indeed. Anyway, I was practicing my high kicks <laughs> um, to try and get them onto Riley's shoulder. She's a very tall gal. And good news, I got two up onto her shoulder. Where were and you then, practicing the high kicks? Um, over by the fridge. And there's like a little bit of the fridge like wall holder yeah. that sticks out. And it's also not an area where there's much space. I'd no. say out of the whole apartment it is one of pretty, the most crowded areas. Pretty tiny. Areas. Pretty yeah. tiny. Um yeah. so I went for high kick number three, didn't turn my hip in enough, and just like slammed my foot into the wall mm. and broke one, maybe two toes. <laughs> so <laughs> I've broken my toe, um and yeah, you also that's it. Um, fell over that time. What? <laughs> and like cut your whole knee open. 
Oh my god, I did do that. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when did I do that? That and was a got, while yeah, ago, you though. You probably also got another burn at some point. I, I, I got my titty burn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, like, spilled boiling hot tea on my boob and just had... It's, it's still, like, the mark is still there. Yeah, like, every two years, Fiona has, like, one really bad but very stupid burn. Like, one time you spilled soup on yeah, yourself. Yeah, it was just soup on my leg and I had to, like, call in sick to work and I just started a new job. Because <laughs> I it was winter in London and I yes, couldn't put... I Tights on. I, I remember. I know. Well, the people might not matter. That's what this podcast True, is. I forgot. I forgot. forgot you guys were here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I also agree that Fiona just has like weirdly thin skin because <laughs> one of her one like of her crepe paper ready to tear off was just like you spilled tea on yourself and it was very fresh tea. The one in my hand in the in yes, our Melbourne apartment. That's yeah. Right. Every two years. Throw back. <laughs> Which burn? But then I did the exact same thing and like, yeah, it hurts like a bitch. But like, you had like a fucking whatever the bad degree burn is. Yeah. And mine just like went red for like half an hour and then was fine. And I remember it because at the time you were like, not that bad. I spilled tea on myself. I'm like, Maddie, there's literally a third degree burn on my hand. And you're like, no biggie. And it turns out it's a you problem. It turns out my skin is just thin, thin, crepe paper. paper. So, it really is your own. So, yeah. I have a broken toe. Um, I have a broken toe and one brain cell. That's how we're doing in lockdown. Maybe that's what we should name the episode. Uh, broken toe and one brain cell. Cute. Not about cool. me, but okay. <laughs> you just suggested it. You're like, well, fuck you, Fiona. Fine, we'll do it. As if you didn't say yeah, it. What would mine be? Like, 1,000 hours of animal crossing. Yeah. A lot of murders. A lot of murders. So many murders. I've had to start breaking up my um, murder shows because there was one time and like one really fun change that's happened during lockdown Mm -hmm. is that like normally when I have PMS, I just get like slightly more emotional. Like I just kind of want to cry at random things. But Mm -hmm. during lockdown, when I get PMS, my body tries to convince me that I'm going to have a heart attack every day. Um, like as soon as the sun sets it's like we're dying tonight and then I'm like oh shit so I like always google and I'm like this is not a heart attack necessarily it hasn't turned out to be one yet but that's what my PMS is now for like a few days I just dead ass think I'm having a heart attack (laughs) um and (laughs) I tried to push through it last month (laughs) and I was like why do I feel so sick and anxious and then I realized I'd been watching nothing but the tv show Hannibal for like three days straight and that's like very graphic and like lots of murder or something lots of many murder um but to break it up, I've been watching The Worst Witch on Netflix, the new one, with the little um, little bay from Game of Thrones in it. It's great. It's a great time. It's great. You know what I'm so bored of? Not because of that specifically. Right. But lockdown, just so many conversations are like, I'm watching this at the moment. And I'm doing it too, because that's all we fucking do now. Yeah. It's just watch something on Netflix and do work. Like, that is literally our entire lives. Yeah. But I'm so bored of conversations of like, have you watched this? Yeah. No, I need that because I've watched everything on every platform. Yeah, it's an and issue. And that's why I've started just binge watching um children's movie series. Like I did the car series, and Fun. my Instagram fans went wild. People, <laughs> people loved when I at midnight the other night decided to watch all three Cars movies and the movie Planes. And that's exciting for mm-hmm. you. And I have a real graph about that, and it was on my Ooh, Instagram story. I got, I got. Um, sorry, you finished your story. Now. Oh yeah. Um. So. Doc, forget his last name because I only watched it one time. Not the really, a... like, cool old car. He just Mangoria. dies between movies. 
And I'm like, he's a fucking car. How could he possibly die? Like, you think he just, like, rust and... Or something, but he's he's like... A pretty rusty boy. No, he's not. You're thinking of a... Doc Hudson, nah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Maddie. Doc Hudson is like... Mater! I'm thinking of Mater! This is my gripe. Doc Hudson, you believe, uh, would fucking just pop his little clogs in between Mm. movies when he's in perfectly fine working condition, then Mater, who's a rusted piece of shit, mm. with less brain cells than even Fiona, goes on to be the hero of Cars 2? Are you fucking kidding me? It makes absolutely no sense. Anyway, Story never for the simple man. watch planes. Okay. There are barely enough planes in it for it to be called planes. There are so many other vehicles. <laughs> How many planes did it need to be More called- planes than cars. More, like, as in... More planes than were in cars, no, or there more, should planes, be more planes in planes than plane there are to cars car ratio in, in the movie planes. Yeah, all was the off. supporting characters okay. are like loading trucks and shit. Oh, I was really tired by that point. It's pretty misleading. Yeah, I think I'm gonna watch all of the Despicable Me's, including Minions, all of the Madagascar's, including Penguins in Madagascar. But I do. <gasps> Can I, I join you for that one? It's yes. Fun. I have a feeling I did that already at the start of first lockdown. Yeah, but I it's don't a different remember. time now. And also, obviously. All the Hotel Transylvanias, and that needs to probably happen this week. Um, speaking of stage one, like, just, like, season one of lockdown, yeah. do you see Carol, about Carol Baskin? She was on Dancing with the Stars, and now she's bisexual. She's bisexual, <laughs> and I keep seeing the photo of, like, her in the white toga, and her, like, husband on his hands and knees dressed up like a cat. Yes, John and, Baskin, yes. And people being like, this is literally every bisexual with a straight man that I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. So I swear there was something when actual Tiger King feels like a lifetime. It literally is a different. And I know we're all on the same page there. Yeah. Maybe it's time to watch it again. I don't know. I don't think I could. I think I think I kind of have to. I think it would like break something within me. (laughs) Like I think that going through that again in a different season of lockdown. At this point, I'm willing to give anything a try just to feel something that's not a heart attack. Just feel alive. Yeah. (laughs) Alive, but not necessarily under threat. Um, <laughs> Alive and stay in that there way. There was something that happened in Tiger King that made me think, like, she's with that woman and they killed the husband. But I don't remember what it was. I mean, yeah, like, feeding your husband to the lions is a pretty and she bisexual was so move. specific as well. She was like, what, do you have to, like, rub sardine oil on them? And <laughs> spin them around three them times and <laughs> do it under a full moon. Like, if you really want it to work, these are the steps you would take. sardine oil and then take them out to the swamp. <laughs> okay, Carol. Jesus Christ and there's this one ugly villager on Animal Crossing it's like a creepy bear and it looks exactly like Carol Baskin wait I know the one you mean I don't know what's her name at all but I see it anyway so we what were we we were were saying something about you and then I went off off piste so the podcast (laughs) um I broke my toe yep um titty burn titty burn what else has happened you fell over and cut cut your nose. I think I'm 30 Oh, I yes. can tell them about that. Yes, slash forty. I think yeah, you've got I think 30. I think thirty six is honestly where I cap out. Mm, thirty eight. I don't think I hit forty yet. Emotionally, I think I'm at thirty four, but childless in my mind, and that's why there's just like this inherent panic in my womb. <laughs> so basically, I recently turned twenty eight. A happy birthday to moi. Yeah, we had like a whole month planned for for, for yeah my birthday month birthday. yeah no i was aware i just <laughs> knew, knew i couldn't push it <laughs> you're going through it wow it's been a while it has been a while maddie <laughs> anyway it was my birth doigt and i in the lead up to it was like mentally just like i'm turning 30 and not in a like depressing way it wasn't like oh my god i'm 30 like i'm so old or anything like that it was just like 
reflecting on my 20s. Like, wow, look at like that part of my 20s. What a time that we talked to this. Oh, what a journey. And now here we are, my 30s, ready to take it on. 30 flirty and thriving (laughs) and just like really fully accepted it. Um, So then I wrote out a list of 13 things to do before 30, which I reckon we'll break down another time. Um, But I have to do it just to kind of mentally be like, no, you dumbass bitch. There are two more years left in your twenties. Like two whole, that's a fifth of my, (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, so my tiny, tiny pea brain really convinced myself I was turning 30 and not mad about it. I'm fine to be 30, but it's just incorrect. (laughs) It's just factually not true. Yeah. (sighs) I feel like we have all like simultaneously lived a thousand lifetimes and Mm -hmm. not moved an inch. Yeah. Yeah, everyone, when I told them that, they were like, well, it's a lockdown birthday. It doesn't count. Like, you've still got Everyone's had a fucking lockdown birthday. You've got an. Oh my god, remember back in. I went to Ikea so for my lockdown, for my non-lockdown you, January 2nd, baby, I just had a bushfire smoke birthday. Do you remember back in March, though, when everyone was like, oh, the April baby? Yeah, everyone's like, oh, oh more Aries. They're going like, to have, that. like, their birthdays in lockdown. And then, like, me at the end of September, a fucking Libra being like, day three million in yeah, this fucking lockdown. You know that the Leos were going to have lockdown birthdays. Yeah. Jeez. Sells, guys. Mm. Oh, what a time. And we're very aware that, like, everyone who's in America, like, condolences. Yeah. And everyone who is in the UK, you're about to get so pissed off because you're going into lockdown again. We are not going to... What? Lord over you how stupid everyone in the UK was all summer. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're all going to have to look through a lucky day, and so we're all also, together. Also, a fun little word of advice, you know? Because I feel like some people are listening to the government... And I like that in Australia, when we do things like have a government that don't want its people to die. Well, in Victoria, In yes. Victoria, yes. Yeah. Um, but I feel like so many people in the UK, sorry if any of my UK listeners slash friends are listening to this, but I feel like they keep being like, well, the government didn't tell me that I can't go to 30 pubs and 18 sex parties in a night. I'm like, uh, your government's bar is fucking job. Yeah, and then they're just like doing the things because the government isn't leading. But if the government isn't doing the right thing, you can, like, we stayed in lockdown yeah, when we, we went, didn't have to. Technically, we went out of lockdown, but we were like, everyone's being morons, so we stayed inside. So we stayed inside. And like, we were wearing masks way before they were mandatory because we are perfect people. That's right. And the best examples of a human citizen that you could find. Yes. So Don't maybe. The scientists maybe just listen to the cabin people. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh my, god, my favorite thing. I'm gonna keep this to like under 30 seconds because like Ooh. it's stupid as fuck. But there are like three like big smart scientists who are now saying that lockdown is a bad idea, and everyone who is like devil's <sighs> advocate kind of like listens to that dickhead. I won't say the name, but the, you know the, the man podcasts. They're all like, yeah. see, the scientists say lockdown is bad. Don't be a sheeple. And but I'm like, all the other scientists are saying it's a good idea. Yeah. You stupid fucking idiots. Ugh, people are so stupid. They are so dumb. Yeah. But we're, we're all in this together. Once you... we know my mistakes. What? I thought you were, for some reason, I thought you are going into one in Royal David City. And I was like, <laughs> is it Christmas already? <laughs> Pretty fucking much. Oh my god. Yep. Anyway. So. Do you remember at the start of lockdown when we were like oh my god maybe by August we can like go on a cheeky little road trip to the snow go and see some snow yeah it's really like for the winter we'll be able to like go and like get a little just Airbnb a weekend away like nice and safe snow. sometime alone in like August it's now nearly the end of October and we 
can can we go more than five kilometers from our house? Twenty five, yes. We go I'm 25. seeing a singular friend for the first time since that's exciting. March tomorrow outside from a distance. That's exciting though. Yes. That's good. Um, yeah. Who sing? Bethany. Oh nice. So you get the add on bonuses of Ivy and Billy. More of her children. I'm not breaking any rules. <laughs> um, but yeah, I literally have seen you, Will, and Riley yes. since. March. Yes. Oh, I saw my Same. mom that one time for half an hour when we went to pick up furniture from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th- that's all of mine as well. Yep. <laughs> oh, no, we yeah. saw you. I saw your dad when you guys moved in. Oh, yeah. Briefly. Oh, yeah, I saw my dad too. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> that a treat six months ago six yeah over six months ago now it's it's like we've had over six months in melbourne at this point anyway (laughs) so i feel like we're all on the same page right now whether you're in a country that is actually doing lockdown or not i feel like mentally we're all just like what the fuck is happening yeah but aside from my hormones convincing me i was having a heart attack Mm -hmm. i'm mentally in quite a happy place at the moment You're meant to stay in a good place. Yeah, I feel fine. I didn't have anxiety in my brain, just in my chest cavity. Nice. So, I feel like we are in a good position to bring the people some ha-has. Some hee-hees and some ha-has. Some ha That's right. I listened to every single episode of Jennifer Saunders and Dawn French's podcast, Titting About, the other night, um, when I was trying to convince myself I wasn't dying. Mm-hmm. Great podcast. It's about absolutely nothing. Oh, and I would say, honestly, considering they're professional comedians and, you know, international darlings, mm-hmm. we are on par with the hee hee in that podcast. Love that. So Love that for us. We'll come here. We'll talk absolute shit about whatever we've come up with. I love to be talented. <sighs> I'm just reading through the list of episodes that we're meant to have had out by now. Yeah. What's meant to be coming out this week? Oh, what is it? It's Goosebumps, our early 20s. Oh my god, those were such fun things! We have to plan someone to record them. Yes. <laughs> but I figured that just ripping the little bandadini off. Yeah. Um, Can I tell them about how I gaslit myself real quick before we finish? What, what's our time oh, at? We're the only moment? at 25 minutes. How crazy is that? <laughs> we're, people are going to have to slow this down. Maddie. To like Maddie, I thought we'd been recording for like at least 50. That's why I was like, I'm going to check in with you now. No, when we were at eight minutes, I was like, we have to have How fast are we talking? We have covered so much. <laughs> Guys. This is the magic you came for, eh? We both listened to everything on like two times speed because we have super brains. I reckon this should be a mini-sode though. Regardless, I reckon this is the little like teaser hey hey friends we're back and then we give them some real real fucking content i think right now we're just gonna do whatever happens okay can i tell them how i gaslit myself yeah can i tell them quick how i gaslit will (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically last night will like an absolute freak asked me to pour (laughs) him a glass of milk we've been we've been over this but luckily he wasn't doing it himself so it wasn't in a smoothie cup um blender cup whatever yeah disgusting so I put him a glass of milk and I'm just making myself a smoothie because I make myself a, a very healthy green smoothie every day once again to deter myself from thinking I'm dying. Good for you. Thank you. Vegetables. Love yeah, that. I put a shitload of spinach in there and a shitload of chia seeds and I'm like, that's gotta be I something. I thought you said cheese. <laughs> I was oh like, God, yum yum. I love cheese spinach and cheese smoothie. smoothie. <laughs> anyway, I had just been making myself a smoothie and one of the essential ingredients to make a green smoothie taste good, aside from pineapple, is lemon juice. Pineapple. Yes, we are billionaires. Side note, we 
definitely predicted the lemon boom of 2020 because lemons now cost a dollar and 11 cents mm-hmm. and they're Walmart's. trending they're on so many things kmart has a pretty good uh pretty sexy <laughs> lemon <laughs> lemon pretty, range a pretty zesty lemon range <gasps> oh love that yeah um yeah, sorry, continue. They do, yeah. I've got some canisters from there. And also my wedding Pinterest board from, like, 2015. Remember when you wouldn't let me make a scrapbook, so I made a Pinterest board? Mm-hmm. Erical. So many lemons all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, so... We are revolutionaries. We kind of are. Visionaries. Look out, monarchy. I'm kidding. I honestly <laughs> reckon that if the monarchy were in charge instead of the British government, things would be much better because they care about the environment. Anyway, um, <laughs> hot take. Don't come for me. No one will have heard that because I said it so fast. Anywho. Mm-hmm. I just make a smoothie. Jesus just thinking Christ. about lemons. Yeah, um, and Will asked me to make his freak beverage, aka just pour some milk into a, um, a glass. Yeah, like so a freak. I did it, and I gave it to him because, like, you know, you have to pander to people sometimes. <laughs> but I said to him, like, just real casually, I was like, oh, I put a little bit of lemon juice in there for you. I hope you like it. And he was like, what? <laughs> and he, like, starts taking a little sippy sip. And I'm like, yeah, like, I've seen, like, people do that sometimes. It just, like, adds, like, a little bit, brings out a bit of the flavor. I yeah. don't know what flavor you want to bring out. <laughs> the of milk, milk flavor. But he's like... The milkiness. I didn't want that. I'm like, does it taste good? And he's like, mm, it just tastes like milk with a bit of lemon in it. <laughs> I'm like, really? He's like, mm, yeah, this is lemony. I'm like, but do you like it? He's like, I didn't want this. <laughs> He was like, mm, it just tastes like like lem- lemony. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> and he's like making these faces, like oh, the lemon in my milk. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't put lemon in it. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and well, then he didn't believe me that if you put lemon juice in milk, it curdles. Curdy curd. And I was like, yes, it does. It very much curdles. He's like. It wouldn't do it instantly. I'm like, it what? That's what curdling is. <laughs> well, today I got. To- but yeah, so I gaslighted him into thinking he was tasting lemon in his weird milk. I did a mini gaslight to Riley because we're just like <laughs> lying down, having a little cuddle, and then I just went. We're just like playing a fun game. This is what our lockdown is now. Where we try and think of the same word at the same time, and then you can you keep going until you get the same word. Jesus. Yeah. Um. But we're in the middle of that, and I just go, "Don't move," and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Don't move." Okay. Three, two, one, orange. And she's like, why did you say don't move? Is there a bug? And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and she's just sat there like panicked, being like, why did you say don't move? Why am I not moving? Can I move? And I'm like, no, just don't move. Okay, three, two, one. She's like, why? <laughs> I just got so stressed out. That poor girl. That actually would really freak me out. I would, I would just be like, am I going to get killed? Like, it was like one time we were staying at my mom's house. I was sitting on my bed and then it was mm-hmm. nighttime and all of a sudden Will popped up outside the window. Oh, like a, like a murderer. Yeah, and just went, hi. And I burst into tears <laughs> and like scream sobbed for like over 10 minutes because it's my worst nightmare to look out a window yes. and see <laughs> Luckily now we live like an enormous amount of building, building <laughs> off of the ground. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah and That's I just, why I could never have a ground floor apartment. That's why I'm like, I should never have a fucking boyfriend, but okay. True. Um, anyway, I've gaslit myself, guys. <laughs> I, okay, so for those of you who don't know, I am a social media marketer, which I thought would be a, an, a worldwide known thing to just be a real job. Um, and I understood, like, you know, boomers don't get it. Like, Especially when you say marketer. Yeah, adding that little little bit on. And I understand, like, a lot of people who are, like, of older generations, and even people in my generation, like, don't always understand what it looks like from a marketing, like, for, for, uh, from a professional perspective. Because a lot of it is behind the scenes. Exactly. Um, anyway, I 
left my last like corporate job about a year ago and I've been freelance ever since. So I like manage like clients in, uh, not Instagrams, like social media. This is what I mean. I'm already, I'm fucking brainwashed. <laughs> I manage social media accounts. I do strategies. I do coaching, training, all of that. And my experience is like five years with, as a real job, as yes. a real practicing professional. In a large company. Yes. Like with like brands that you have heard of and like drive and have in your kitchen and shit. So I, <laughs> but like they're real brands, you know? Yes. Anyway, I, since I left, I have been following a lot of social media marketers in pretty loose quotation marks, but I didn't really realize this at the time yeah. on Instagram. And because on the business account, you kind of just follow, and I say this from me as well. Yeah. If someone's like in your niche and they don't look like trash, you just like follow because you're like, whatever. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh yeah, like I want to see what other people are saying and doing. And normally I would keep up to date with like my colleagues at work. Like we would have like weekly meetings where we talk about the industry and stuff. Yeah. But I don't have that anymore. So I was like, this can be a way for me to stay informed. And I literally yesterday realized that I had like accidentally gaslit myself. I don't think this is just a single brain cell moment though. Because No, because I did the exact same thing and that's why I've stopped having a job. <laughs> <laughs> like I fully yeah. like for the whole of lockdown. Oh no I did have a actually I did have like a client in the middle there. Was it me? No. Oh no I've had two clients in the middle <laughs> I did some colors for fear. That's yeah. <laughs> not what I was referring to. But I paid up for it. my actual consulting. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just, at this point, I'm like, I hate social media and I've stopped having a job. I will get it back at some point. But it's for this exact same reason. Yeah, so Go essentially, on. I have been following people and what happens, right, is there are so many social media marketing accounts who regurgitate the same information over and over again. You need to update your hashtag strategy. You need to use Reels because Reels will help you get loads of views. Like I got 1 million views on my Reels. You can get them too and those people will be customers. Also, what should your hashtag strategy be? Explain that. Well, anyway. all you need is like seven minutes and you can learn it all. As long as you pay 50 bucks. You need 50 okay. bucks in seven minutes. Um, so, and I felt like I was going crazy because everything that I've learned in my career, I know that social media marketing isn't just quick hacks. And I know that why these people do well, because they're literally speaking directly to people's pain points where they're like, oh, social media is confusing. And they're like, oh, by the way, guys, it isn't confusing. You don't need to lean that close. You're really loud. Yeah. Like within seven minutes, you can learn all about hashtags and it's not confusing anymore. Everything you need to know about hashtags. I'm like, yeah, you can actually learn oh, everything you need to know about hashtags in a short amount of time if you have someone give you that info, but your hashtag strategy is a tiny, 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 tiny <laughs> percentage of what you need to be doing. Yeah. And so, but yeah, so I felt like I was going crazy. Like I recently redid my hashtag strategy because I've hired a graphic designer for my business boy Instagram account and I'm like taking it more seriously because it is helping me get clients, but not in a fucking scammy way. Um, and I redid my hashtags and it took me like half a day because I had to do all the research on them. Yes. But I'm, I'm sat here being told that I can do this in seven minutes. It's just, when, you it's when you see it. Can't. I know you can't. Like, and that's the thing, I know deep in my soul that I can't, and no one can. That's the point. Yeah, hashtags, making hashtag groups is the same thing. It's like doing a Pinterest queue where it's, it doesn't take a lot of brain, but it takes a lot of time. Yeah. And I, all the people who are not that great are being praised. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my God, she's like the queen of reels. And you know, the person who's like the queen of reels and always talking about how reels will boost your business also has like a, 
you know, $200 masterclass on how to use reels. So like shit like that, where everyone's praising all these other faux social media marketers. And I literally felt like I was going crazy because yeah, I was like, like, why can't I do this in seven minutes? Yeah. Like what am I doing wrong? That yeah. I can't promise people that. Exactly. And there's people who are like, yeah, it's my first year of uni and I'm a professional social media marketer. I'm like, wait, how, how is this kid better than me when I have five years of experience? Yeah. And then I had two breakthroughs. One is I bought an ebook from someone who's actually a professional social media marketer. That's the thing. Not everyone is a scam. Like we're not here being like everyone. Absolutely. Is, yeah. Is fake. But like you can tell the difference. If you go on someone's page and you're like, I don't really know what I'm being told to do here. Yeah. Then, like, trust well, her- that. But there are other people you can go on their page and you're, like, even just from, like, looking at your your free content, like, I'm understanding... That you have more behind it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing as well, though. Like, her whole thing is, look at my LinkedIn. She's like, you can see the that I have... The good one that you bought the book from. The good one that I bought the book from. Because she's like, I have over 10 years of experience and you can see that. And it was, it's actually funny because we had a similar career path and we started out at, like, competitive brands and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. I trust you. So one breakthrough was reading her ebook and it's like just talking about my industry in a way that I'm familiar with. I'm like, oh yeah, this is what that is. And then also someone posted a social media strategy. They're like, hey guys, um, so just like, cause they're like, you have to show your value on your, on your stories. That's one that they always talk about. Yeah. Um, but like, what does that even mean? Show, no, Maddie, you just got to show your value show on your stories. Show your value, guys. And so she's like, I'm showing behind the scenes today. I'm working on a strategy. So this is the strategy for like this account, like tags them. So, you know, they're real people. Uh, and it's just one page and it just says like niche, which by the way, you should know your niche before you come to a market or we can help you define it. But like, that's not our job. Um, if you don't know what your niche is and you don't know what your business is, then, and then don't hire someone until you figure that out. Um, and then, so niche audience and then three content pillars. You didn't tell me it was only three. (laughs) And I'm like, what? That's like the notes you take in the initial meeting when you're just having someone. I'm so I'm currently coaching someone, and we do have a section that has like a tone of voice, content pillars, and um, audience. But that part is just so they have at a glance when they're looking at their how to do social media they can and then remember. they yeah. and then they have a full social media guide that's like my tiny compressed that's version that's the cover page yeah like when i did even like my <sighs> my first ever like it was a yeah. hair salon yeah. that i did their strategy for them that's like that's the first page where you just put down here's your here's audience some info. here's so, your like, like it's like it's literally called strategy at a glance like that's what i've been referring to as like here's the strategy yeah. at a glance and i was like what do you mean that's the whole strategy and I was like, am I going crazy? And so I looked at strategies that I had formed for other clients. Because the last time I made a strategy was like about eight months ago yeah. until the one that I'm working on now. And I was like, am I going crazy? And I looked. And no, it was a 24-page doc. Yeah. And like now I've made a refined one that I can use for like all of my clients and I can beef out, you know, it's very adaptable. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Thanks to your colors. Thanks, Maddie. Um, but it's still 11 pages long. Yeah. Because that's what a strategy doc is. Yeah. It's not just like... I made, like, a month or two ago, a document that was just, like, a... It wasn't even, like, a bespoke strategy. It was, mm. like, we'd had the, the calls to be, like, here's what you specifically need to do. Yeah. But it was just, like, a best practices document. And I went into more detail than I normally would because I was, like, she need Like, she just needs this all spelled out. Yeah. Like, how to use story features and oh, that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. But it was, like, many thousands of words long. Mm-hmm. And that was basics. That wasn't even it's like wild. So I, I just don't understand. Yeah. That. And being at the level we're talking about, like with like if you're working out your niche and your audience, 
if you're doing that for your own brand, that's great. That's a great place to start. But if you're touting yourself about as a social media marketing guru. Exactly. Like. It's just, and it's also like really, it's annoying on two levels is one, there are people out there getting fucking scammed. Yeah. They're being told that people are social media marketers and they understand the industry, but there's a reason that they can't actually flesh out a strategy. Mm -hmm. It's because they don't have that professional experience. No, they know how to make it look good, which is, honestly, I do think that is important, but it's useless. And that's the thing, like, I play the game a bit. Like, I've hired a graphic designer because I know I'm not good at making my posts look pretty. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I need help with that. And there are elements of that that I, you know, I play the game a bit. Yeah. But... No, that's not playing the game. That's just having... Exactly, yeah. It's just being good at my job. That's what social media marketing is. But it's just so stressful because I'm like, I mean, I can't compete in quotation marks with someone who can tell you if you do reels your business will boom because if i say hi by the way um i cost more because i'm a i'm a real fucking marketer and also i will you know you'll need to take six weeks to do coaching sessions with me to understand this it's it's more appealing to say oh i only have to pay like 50 bucks and i've got you know all my hashtags i need or my business is going to boom because of reels anyway i felt like i was taking crazy pills i literally stepped out of this yesterday the good part is, I'm feeling so excited about my career again. Like, I do really love social media marketing, and I've never felt this, like, emboldened with it. Because I'm like, oh my god, no, I'm, like, actually fucking good. Yeah. And I've now realized that I've just been fucking gaslit into thinking that I should be able to do all these things. I can't even imagine going to some of my previous clients and saying, hey guys, so um, this week I just want to talk about the four best filters for Instagram. Oh my god. Like, they're like, we have product shots already. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we have product shots and we're not doing Instagram stories because they're not profitable. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't even imagine going to them and like, hey guys, have you seen Reels? I reckon we should show um, this very famous champagne brand. I reckon just some behind the scenes of like the biz. What do you guys think? Go to France. <laughs> take your phone. Film. All right, Emily in Paris. In the factory. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so that is my rant about how I have been gaslighting myself somehow accidentally like no one's intentionally do it but I just fell into this world because I'm used to being surrounded by professionals who have passed a reference check and have been hired by senior management to do a specific job that they have experience in it's very easy to make things look legit on Instagram you might think like if they can make themselves successful on Instagram doesn't that mean they're good at social media marketing absolutely no it doesn't (laughs) yeah well that was one thing I did a thread about like Emily in Paris, the Netflix show, but like from a social media marketer's perspective. And one thing that I saw people saying, they're like, oh, she's a social media marketer, but she only had like 100 followers at the start. I'm like, actually, no, that's pretty realistic. Because yeah. a lot of my friends who are like former colleagues, they have like 200 followers, 300 followers. Because they're just using it as their own Personal Instagram. one. Yeah, yeah, they don't use it for their business stuff. And they manage accounts with millions of followers. So that is like... And also having a successful brand Instagram account and having a successful personal or personal brand Instagram account. Completely different things. Two different things, yeah. <sighs> anyway. But yeah, that is... not as fun as my lemon milk gaslighting, but... <laughs> <laughs> Did take a bit of a serious uh, toll on my... But honestly, I have come out of it being like, oh, this is exciting because I'm good and I like I feel more aware of the world around me now. Yeah. Feeling good, feeling fresh and spicy. I still am just so tired of it all. But I think I probably will go back into it at some point. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> when I start doing anything, which we are doing right now. Yeah, we're doing something. Um, next Good day. Maybe I'll start doing my job again. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I'm feeling, well, the good news is 
if you want to hash out things, I'm excited. I'm very inspired about work stuff right now. Ugh, I just want to write my book. Well, that's fair. That is doing something. That is doing something, yeah. yeah that's fair. <laughs> Ugh, I have so much that I need to... Ugh. It's fucking NaNoWriMo in, like, the league. Fun. Yeah. I don't write. <laughs> I don't know how to write. I don't so. know how to write, so <laughs> wish I could contribute. <laughs> Are you guys doing NaNoWriMo? Do you know what NaNoWriMo is? NaNoWriMo is just you write 50,000 words of a novel in a, November. A day. <laughs> Imagine. Just kidding, guys. I mean, I did write my final 25,000 so words in like the last five days. Yeah. But that's because we moved and painted our apartment and I got the flu and then I got a throat infection. Yeah. And I still finished NaNoWriMo. I sure did. Will I this year? Yes, because I hate fucking losing. So. Nice. I love that. I am excited about my book, though, because, like, I just really want them to love each other. And they need they need to, but they can't. I want you to finish I your book because I want to read it. Now that I've learned how to read again, I'm like, yeah. I really spooked myself because I read some of it back and I was like, I don't like this. But then I realized it's just because it was, I read a chapter that, like, is just, re- like, I don't understand it. And then I read a different chapter and I was like, not trash. But it's I read also the good chapter where like I introduce fantasy elements and I just guess. Oh my god, I thought of the best. Oh my god, I haven't told you my new book idea. What? Yeah, you I'm haven't. I'm not gonna do it on the podcast. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I want to finish this book so that I can start working on some other stuff because I still have my like my like remember my my YA slash like middle years, um, fantasy stuff where yeah, one yeah. of them was the witches and one that's gonna be mermaids mm-hmm. and shit. I, I need remember. to do that. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just feeling very inspired. I think it's because I'm having... Maddie has not been coming around much lately, and I just need social interaction. Yeah, I've just been, like, asleep and um, playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. Not even as much. I have gotten more into The Sims. Fun. Yeah. Um, But I'm calling for more social interaction. You're calling for it? Yeah, that's... (laughs) I would like to put in a formal request Uh, for more social interaction. We did games last night. We did do games last night. it went... I'll tell you guys that much. That was the most basic game night we've ever <laughs> I feel like that was the most going through the notions game night. I feel like you guys just came over, we played our several games, and you left. Like, because Will was like a sleep. Will was like, yeah, I'm not like, 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 he was just out of it, but it just felt like the most like, hello friends, welcome to the apartment, sit, shall we play some games? And we just did them and Will's like, I'm a bit sleepy. And then you guys were like, yep, bye. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we went home and then just, like, watched one episode of Family Guy because that's something I do at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I really have been needing to, like, find just nothing shows mm-hmm. to break up my brain just watching murder all the time. Yeah. But, like, Will's not going to watch War Switch with me and I don't want to waste it on him falling asleep anyway. That's fair. So I'm like, what's something that I don't have to think about? And I just really wanted to watch Family Guy. And so we started watching Family Guy. And, like, yes, it's incredibly problematic. But I've got some great chuckles. Two. <laughs> Love life. Yeah. All right, well. So, what we're doing today okay. is, I think we've done a lot of wins and wines. Oh, yes. That's been this episode, Have really. We... <laughs> wins? <laughs> Did we do any wins? I gaslit Will about the milk. And I stopped being gaslit. That's right. That's and then the rest were wines, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're trying to figure out what we want to do for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I think the key is going to be, and this coming from me is, richer than Jeff Bezos. <laughs> That's really good. But consistency. Oh! Yes. <laughs> Everybody you know like, watches the tumbleweed go past my three-year quiet YouTube channel. <laughs> and I'm like, 
blog that I posted in April about the fact I have ADHD and then disappeared. <laughs> Oopsie. Oopsie, yeah, I do struggle with consistency. But showing up every week and just... <laughs> I'm excited. Look, I'm excited. I have been dying for social interaction because they're both fucking hermited themselves, and so I'm like, "Fuck yes, get me a podcast." Will hasn't hermited. Will is just really struggling with not he's seeing been, people, and also he's been and working also works a lot. like yeah. twelve hours a day. Yeah. Well, I'm like, maybe I'll start doing my job at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, poor Will. Anyway, um, I was gonna say showing up every week and just producing whatever bullshit that we've got. I'm down. I just. <laughs> I need social interaction until now. I'm like, ugh. I think, yeah, we just really need to figure out what this podcast is about. It's not about We know anything. what it's, it's about. about yeah. It's about us. And the magic that we Some bring to the, the people. Some of the episodes that we probably have coming up one is called Ranking Cults. I think that's a great one. That's we have some really good. We have done so much work on this, Maddie. We have good episode ideas. The only issue is we are not making them. And also, we have to do. Between coming up with the concept for the episode uh-huh. and making the episode, we have to, like, do the actual work for the episode. Yeah. But uh, that's why I reckon one day a week, have a little business day, yeah. smash it out. Yeah. Gotta get in the get in the mood, get in the vibe. Oh my god, I did the best thing. I was waking up at, like, 6am for a whole week, and I was so that's productive. Really but now, today, for instance, I woke up at 2. So... Yeah, I was really sad because I accidentally stayed awake until 6.30 in the morning, but I, I woke know. up naturally at 10, so well done, moi. Um, but I was really annoyed because I was like, oh, sunrise is happening. And when I've, when I've partied through the night, by which I mean just kind of accidentally worked or just stayed on my laptop all night, I like to go out for a little sunrise moment, get myself into a little nature area and just sit and watch the sunrise. And then I have my fucking broken toes. So I oh, couldn't go. <laughs> I was like, I should go for a little walk. Literally, I tried to get to like the end of the street the other day. And it just, it took so long that I was like, I can't go any further because I have shit to do. Like I have work to do. I cannot justify spending four hours going on a stroll. No. So yeah, I didn't get to have my little sunrise moment. So I just went to bed like an idiot. That's really embarrassing. Yeah. Guys, did you ever have a phase in your school where it was like really cool to have crutches? <laughs> <laughs> I turned around and I saw her crutches and I was like, oh, takes me back to year six. Because in year six, there was like one term where everyone in our in my year was like, I've got crutches. Like it would have started with like someone cool having crutches and the yeah. rest was like, I need crutches. And I like, I always would like roll my joints and shit anyway because I have fucked up joints. Yeah. But I managed to like con my doctor into giving me some crutches somehow. And it was just such a highlight. Well, they are actually... So you keep going. I One of the best ones is like when you're like on your crutches. Yeah. And not actually in pain. <laughs> you have to remember <laughs> to keep that foot up. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus. I also used to come into like year three with like an ace bandage on my wrist God. just on random days and be like, I heard it. <laughs> Why? Just it was, like, Fashion really, accessory. It was just really dramatic for me to be like, That's fair, I've honestly, got an ace vibe. bandage on my wrist. Can't tell you what it's about. Did my mom ever be like, why are you doing that? Probably. But it wouldn't make a difference. <laughs> anyway, change when you're on your little crutches and you have to like have someone come with you so they can hold the spare crutch while you crutch yourself up the stairs. You're like, yeah. I'm going to hold this for me, please. And I think probably I had to get picked up that week from school because I was on crutches. So. <laughs> Jesus. Um, fun fact though, how much do you think crutches are? No. Did you have to buy them? Yeah, you have to buy oh, them. Oh, my doctor just gave them them and gave them back. Oh, fair. Well, only $45. Wow, you get to keep the crutches? Yeah. That's wild. I know. That's so much fun. I can have them anytime. That's so much fun. Like, whenever I want, I just be like, fuck it. On crutches now. 
you know how dangerous that would be in my hands. <laughs> I mean, any you have this? until New South Wales let us into the fucking wow. border to make the most of them as you wish. I could do like a tiny Tim cosplay. Oh my like god, if this will get you to leave the house, absolutely. <laughs> the only way you'll leave the house is if you're on crutches. Yeah. Um, anyway. Imagine if you but had... But only $45. That is bug. insane. Yeah. Imagine if you had crutches and a cape, and so then people could tell you were on crutches, and you're just, like, gliding. Imagine. I don't have the armpit ones, though. I know you have the ones where it's actually... Well, apparently it's actually... It's, they're much better for you. Yeah, they are, but they're not as fun. Yeah, because you have to go, woo! Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point of crutches. I know. I, I understand. That's the whole point of crutches. That's the whole fucking point. You think Tiny Tim have the little arm not to be on? Not to be mobile with your broken toe that you broke doing high kicks in the kitchen. Look, I was never actually hurt when I had crutches, so I wouldn't know. Can't relate to the pain. No. I'm just so surprised that I can walk. That's, like, so weird to me. Like, I have to walk weirdly and I kind of put my foot flat and it's Not on the toe side. People break toes all the time. I know. And then the doctor is always just like, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Because what are they going to do? Put a tiny, tiny little cast on yeah. your little toe. No, no, there's nothing you can do. But it's just, like, so weird. To, like, I think I am gaslighting myself again. <laughs> you know, fun hobby. But, like, I sometimes I'm like... Is my turn broken there? <laughs> like, is it really broken? Is it? How do but we then know? Then you like to try and walk normal, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Broken. Then I just like push on it a little bit. I'm like, ow! And I was like, what'd you do? I'm like, yeah, get me ibuprofen. Like, I'm in pain again. She's like, you're so fucking stupid. Yeah. So yeah, it turns out my toe is broken, and I do like to test that once every couple of days, just I've, to be sure. I've never broken anything, and that's really unfair. One of my friends told me they hadn't broken anything the other day. I broke every fucking bone in my body growing up. I just drank a lot of milk. <laughs> With Even lemon. when I went to McDonald's, I would get milk with my Happy Meal because my mom was like, "Coke is gross," and I was like, "I'm gonna fuck. I love milk." I mean, I drank milk. So my bones are nice and strong. Is what I'm I, saying. Yeah, I got that. But one thing, so uh-huh. I've never broken a bone, never been stung by a bee. So for all we know, I could be deathly allergic to bees. And I, I think about that bones. often. <laughs> <laughs> my own bone marrow is like my kryptonite. As soon as you crack one open, it's fucking like over. a little glow stick. You're out. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, I think we. Th- think I may have mm-hmm. fractured an arm once mm-hmm. because when I was at my my oh my god oh my god I have something so important to talk about hang on this is not okay I get, <laughs> and you're gonna die when you realize what it is anyway no. so one time I was at the the 18th birthday party of a boy that I dated for about a month in mm-hmm. year 10 and um, <laughs> that narrows it down <laughs> <laughs> so you just dated like a bunch of guys in your time. Yeah, I, know. I did a lot of things with guys, but I didn't actually date any of them except for Anthony. Hey, Anthony, what's up? Um, anyway, bold. I was at his 18th birthday party, and I don't know if I was. I must have been drinking something, but I was 17, so I don't know how I would have because it was at a. Because you would never drink no, 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 under no, no, the no. age of 18. I would have, but it was at a venue, so I don't know how I got a wristband. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I was at this party. And I, at some point, I was wearing, like, high heels that had laces on them because it was 2010. Oh, they actually uh-huh. were quite nice. They weren't as ugly as that sounds. But I managed, at some point, to step with the heel mm-hmm. through the lace loop of the other shoe. And... stupid <laughs> <laughs> And, like, absolutely fucking stacked it. And I was like, oh, my arm kind of hurts. But I, like, went on drinking and, like, went on having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I was like, oh, can I move my arm? Like, I couldn't move it. It was, like, stuck at, like, uh-huh. just over a 90-degree angle. Yeah. And it was my, it was my right arm, too. I, oh, was it? Maybe it was the, the lefty. Maybe it was lefty. 
Um, but yeah, I could not open my arm and I couldn't bend it. And over the next like week or so, because mm-hmm. I just left my arm like this. Just hanging out. Because dad was like, you're probably fine. I was like, I'm probably fine. Because like <laughs> pain in my brain registers very weirdly where if it's actual pain, I'm like, mm. but if I'm like, I feel a flutter in my chest, I'm like, death cometh. Anyway, <laughs> I had this like arm that I couldn't move. And eventually it got to the point where like I could open it to like, what would we call that? Like a, like a, like a 105 degree angle. And yeah. I could close it to like a a 45.50. So I could open and close it a little bit, but I could not straighten my arm and I could mm-hmm. not shut it completely. And so then I had to... <laughs> shut your arm. <laughs> I couldn't. It hurt too much yeah. to open it fully or shut it completely. Yeah. Um, Ooh, and then it door. turned out that like maybe three weeks later, I, my drama solo was coming up. Mm-hmm. And my year 12 drama solo was very important. And the prop I had chosen was a ladder, like a full-size painter's ladder. Oopsie. And I'd somehow managed to do all my rehearsing. Mm-hmm. With this full ladder and an arm that didn't move from when I fell over at an 18th birthday party. Mm-hmm. But I was like, mm, we can't have this affecting my drama solo. And my arm still wouldn't fully open or fully shut. Mm-hmm. So finally we went to the doctor and we mm-hmm. were like, what's up with this? And he's like, how long ago did this happen? And I was like, oh, about three weeks, give or take. And he was like, hmm, yes, you probably have cracked your bone, but by now it is healing itself. So all we can do is wait. So... Then I waited, and it was fine. Eventually, yeah. like, I have full mobility of my arm now. She is flexing there. She's full open, full close. That's right. But that is the story of how, like, I may have broken a bone, but we don't really know because I just left it. I just, like, I don't remember. I feel like I wouldn't have gone more than four months between the ages of five and ten not having broken something. Like, broken, like, wrists, ankles... Did my thumb once, my jaw twice. It's weird that I haven't because I have, my joints now are still fucked and loose. Yeah. But like my mom used to literally just tell me as a child that I was walking like a cripple. Like I full on Yeah. Walk because my, I just have free, weird joints. Yeah. And I used to roll my ankles all the yeah, time. Yeah, mine like go like yeah. running so out of the windmills. it's weird that nothing snapped. Maybe my joints are just so loose that yeah. whatever I was going to break just bent. <laughs> Don't think that's how bones work, Maddie. <laughs> like yeah, bendy bones. That's right. And I, I, bendy. But I like went outside as a child, and I like climbed trees and played soccer and did kung fu. Why are you saying so, like I went outside? But like, I mean, it's... like now it's not surprising I don't break bones as an adult because yeah. I sit in one place. But yeah, as a child, same guys. Like... It'd be so weird if you broke a bone while you were indoors. <laughs> Yeah. Like an idiot. So yeah, <sighs> the important thing that I had to say. Oh yes, is something that I think. It's like an, an episode that we've been talking about doing, but we don't quite know the context. Mm-hmm. It's another one about exes, guys. And um, I think... Oh my god, should I save this for an actual episode? Should I save this for an actual episode? Save it for an actual episode. It's about exes. It's going to be juicy. We'll see you in another episode, guys. Nice. Because we're actually at an hour exactly for nice. this recording. Oh yeah, the thing that we started at the start but never went into is we both have been doing a shitload of Duolingo, so we're like really cultured. We're now. basically fluent. Um, myself just in just in French, like Which an is uncultured. Really embarrassing. But um, Maddie, how many are you learning? Um, I'm learning three. I learned Svenska, Deutsch, and Italiano. So it's pretty good daily. Uh, yeah, nice. Well, let's just wrap, let's wrap it up here. Yeah, so we hope you've enjoyed this impromptu little episode. I'm we, feeling the podcast, I'm feeling the vibe. Me too, I'm very excited about it. I know that I never sound excited when I say I'm excited about something, but that's how you should know it's real. Yes, Maddie feels uncomfortable sharing any emotion. I think that's gotten worse in lockdown. No, I think I'm just t- more tired. That's Despite fair. having, um, 
constant rest. I think we're just tied by, like, the world in yeah, the least traumatic oh, way. it's a lot. It's a lot. I think we're all traumatized. Anyway, <laughs> hope you guys are good. <laughs> Head on over to our Insta, because we're going to need to get back in the swing of things on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Just interact with us, because I think one of the things that I find difficult about the podcast uh-huh. is that there is no, no immediate feedback. I mean, we get feedback from our friends who tell yeah, us. Yeah, that's what I mean, that we get, like, our friends being like, where's the fucking podcast? Yeah. This is my life. Liam. Shout out to Liam. Shout out to Tosh. Shout out to Lauren. <laughs> Shout Just... out to Harris. You've been going through a rough time, hon, but we're here. We're... <laughs> I mean, true. And a big F you to those who hurt my baby boy. Especially one who still watches my stories but hasn't replied to my text where I said, Oi, anyway. don't be a dick. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out to our fans. But yeah, I love you. I'm very precious and I need feedback. So if you guys want to interact with us on our Instagram. Hello, editing Maddie here. Just to let you know that at no point during begging you to interact with us on Instagram did I say what our Instagram is. If you're not following already, it is at HeyCabinFever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, tell us what you love about the podcast. Tell us what you want to hear on the podcast. Just give us some feedbacky, and then I will feel more motivated <laughs> to appear. True. Yeah. Okay. Well... Bonjour. Bonsoir. Wow, how that that French going? Fantastic. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Arrivederci. <gasps> what? Oh my god. We're not doing Another thing. Italian. No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, if you don't follow us on our own personal social medias, you'll have missed the fact that we've been doing themed Fridays where we pick a country and watch movies from that country and eat food from that I country. I want to pick that up again as well. Yeah, our next one we is Miscellaneous Asia and it's going to get us so cancelled. I think we should split Asia up into two. We we'll can discuss. We'll discuss. Discuss we'll off discuss. mic. Because so far what we've got is like... Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. And, and order some sushi. And what was the other? Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, for France, we did watch Rugrats in Paris. France was a and great one. And the That's my birthday. That was great. I still need to make that French onion soup. You do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's been us. We're happy to be back. I honestly want to do more of like the fun edutainment ones. I think those were great. Yeah. They were like hard to plan, but they were great to great to produce. I mean we both have the time right now. Yes we absolutely We're maximize do. on that. I've got lots of like really fun history subjects to bring to the table. So literally anything in the whole wide world guys that you want us to try and tackle, even if it's something completely out of our depths, that would be even funnier. So let us know. Mm-hmm. We're back. I'm probably not even going to edit this at all. So I hope you're enjoying it. Choose. Yes, that was a whole another language it's for German you. German or... <laughs> you lived in Germany. <laughs>